Ben, hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Frazier and Dieter's Business Beat. I'm John Ray, alongside Frazier and Dieter partner, Roger Lesby. Roger, welcome. Good morning, John. How are you? I'm great. You you look awfully calm for this time of year. I know. I'm doing really well. We got through the March 15th deadline, yeah. and uh, we're staring at an April 15th deadline, and so that's good. We've got the market world crashing. We've got banks going under. We've got mm. technology companies doing wonderfully. But mm. uh, we're here for the show, and we've got a great guest for us today. Yeah, well, the ones in Alpharetta are doing great. I don't know about the ones <laughs> in Silicon Valley. But anyway, we'll talk more about that. But you brought a colleague from Frazier & Dieter. Why don't you introduce him? I do. I have my audit partner, Reed Blaylock, here with us. Reed? Hey, guys. Uh, great to be here today. Um, Reed Blaylock, audit partner at Frazier & Dieter, representing our tech practice. So very happy to be here. Terrific. Thank you, Reed. Uh, we'll... we'll uh, um, Congratulate you on the great work you're doing, and uh, but let's talk tech with Karen Cashin. We can't think of a better guest to have to talk about what's going on in the tech scene in Alpharetta than Karen. Karen, why don't you uh, tell everybody what you're up to at Tech Alpharetta? Okay. Well, first of all, uh, thank you to Roger and Reed and Fraser Dieter for inviting me here this morning. It's a pleasure to be here and talk a little bit about what's happening with Tech Alpharetta. Um, and I can uh, assure you there's quite a bit going on these days. We've been busy uh, introducing new initiatives and, and growing the ones that we already have. Terrific. Now you've, Karen, let's give, just for those that don't know about Tech Alpharetta, give some history. And, and just sure. how, how the organization got started and kind of what the tra trajectory has been. Okay, sure. Um, in, uh, in 2013, the Alfreda Technology Commission was formed by then-Mayor David Bell-Isle, uh, which was a, a commission of local tech C-levels to help advise the city on how to grow more technology in the city of Alpharetta. Um, at, at right about the same time, I was looking for a local tech organization out here to serve the hundreds of tech companies and didn't see one. Um, I was practicing law at the time. I'm a lawyer, but not practicing currently. And so I decided to create a nonprofit called the Greater Alpharetta Tech Network to host tech thought leadership programs out here in the North Metro area. Uh, David and I happened to be law partners. We talked and uh, realized what one another was working on and said, hey, let's let, let's team up on this. So, so my nonprofit became the community engagement arm of uh, what uh, the Alpharetta Technology Commission was focusing on. The city rolled the commission off into a nonprofit intentionally, um, and uh, I became involved at that point going forward. And, and ultimately, um, in 2017, was asked to come on board and uh, take the helm of things full time and merged my nonprofit into the Alpharetta Technology Commission. We rebranded to Tech Alpharetta at the end of 2017, and um, we've been going 150 miles an hour since then. Yeah, because with this North Fulton area is just blessed with, uh, you know, over a thousand technology companies. And uh, and that's been very, very exciting for this area. It has. It has. In fact, uh, the majority of the residents that live here are who work are employed in the technology industry as well. So between that and the large number of technology companies out here, um, this area, the North Metro area, is a, is a tech hub in its own right, as well as being part of the overall Metro Atlanta region's tech hub. Yeah, and I'm only seeing that increasing. 
Absolutely. Yeah, tech tech loves to cluster, and, and with you know what we have out here already, um, in terms of the you know Fortune 500 tech companies that that have a very large office presence or headquarters out here, as well as very strong mid market tech representation and a booming um, startup sector as well. Uh, this area really will only continue to grow. It's it's considered a highly desirable area to to grow a tech business. Let's talk about. You, you mentioned tech likes to cluster. Um, that implies clustering around something, and obviously, one of those somethings is Tech Alpharetta. So, what talk about? I guess what why your Tech Alpharetta is such a crucial, uh, let's say, central node for all these tech companies. Sure, um, and and for any listeners that aren't familiar with us, you know, our mission is to grow more technology and more innovation in the city of Alpharetta, but we're effectively serving the entire North Metro corridor out here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so uh, we have a, you know, a physical presence. Um, the city is a close partner of Tech Alpharetta. We're in a city owned building is where we operate our tech startup incubator. And um, that's really uh, ground zero, the center of gravity, if you will, for tech here in the North Fulton area. Um, we host events there. We have currently 51 tech startup companies who are members there and and benefiting from the services and programs that are incubator. Um, And we also have 20 uh, startup graduates who have moved out into the community and are successfully building and creating more tech jobs and more tech companies for the community. So so we're really, as I said, sort of the, the center of gravity. We host the tech thought leadership programs that area technology executives and professionals can attend who are working and or living out here in this corridor. Um, and we're providing the educational thought leadership companies to the startups. And we're also running a STEAM mentoring program for uh, girls at the local Innovation Academy High School um, and uh, running a tech studio program, which is educational programs, uh, leadership development and technical courses for companies and individuals. Is that with the new STEM school that's right there in downtown um, Alpharetta? That, or? That's actually through two of our uh, partner companies that we're working closely with. We say it's Tech Studio powered by Right Now Solutions and Turknet Leadership Group. Um, and it's uh, through their their courses and our partnership, we, we can offer them to individuals and companies. But the STEAM mentoring program is with Innovation Academy. They're yeah. a close partner as well. We love what they're doing over there. Yeah, yeah. And it's a great facility over there. Oh, it's beautiful. Fantastic. So, so 51 companies in the incubator and 24 yes. that have uh, graduated? 20 have graduated. Yeah, yes. awesome. Yes. So it's a great track record. The incubator itself opened in 2015. Um, and so that that's a very good rate of, of graduates. It usually takes a number of years for companies to work their way up and graduate. So tell, tell our listeners about some of the success stories that, that you guys have seen. Happy to, um, because the funny thing is my team and I really, you know, we get to know these companies so well, the startups at the incubator and are, you know, cheering them on and providing them with resources and introductions and uh, what they need to help scale up. And so when they get to the size, they... They actually organically uh, outgrow us and graduate, if you will, because um, once they're either customer revenue positive or they brought in investor funding, they're at the point where they can start to really staff up, seriously staff up. And our largest office holds officially eight or nine. We've had 11 in there by one company. But uh, so once they've staffed up to a certain point, they're really ready to move out into commercial space in the community. We encourage but don't require them to consider headquartering in the city of Alpharetta. Most of them do. Um, and uh, and we host a 
you know, graduation recognition at City Hall. The mayor recognizes the company. Uh, you know, we issue a press release and out they go. And and so a couple of those graduates, um, they're all doing really well, but a couple of them are, are quite notable. Data Sears, uh, fintech compliance software platform is headquartered here in the city of Alpharetta. They graduated at the end of 2019. They now have 100 employees, 50 in the city of Alpharetta, 50 more in their office in India, and they're op- opening or have just recently opened a Singapore office. Um, that's a great success story. It's great for them. It's great for the city to, that they're creating these new jobs. Um, uh, the higher paying tech jobs is what everybody wants to see created in their in their city or region. Um, and uh, and in fact, uh, the founder of Data Sears, Adwait Joshi, is uh, speaking on go to market strategy for us next month um, to help kind of tell the rest of the startups, okay, here's what you need to do. Yeah. Um, so that's been a great success story. We have another one. Well, and the fintech space is so big in the Atlanta area as well. I mean, we have a number of success stories in that space. We really do. Yeah, fintech, um, cyber, healthcare, IT. They're all, um, you know, particularly heavily represented out here. So at any given time, we'll see them in our incubator as well. Um, it, you know, in terms of other success stories, another um, great success story, there is um, Boxy, a marketing technology software company that had a over $20 million Series A raise two years ago and is, is staffing up in the city of Alpharetta. There is Variable, um, the company that squeezed 11 people into our office. They never never complained, had a, had a lot of people in our largest office, and um, were in there for several years. That um, is a uh, manufacturing, um, manufacturing staffing platform on demand. So companies that have a manufacturing facility can basically find uh, a qualified temporary employee same day if they need to by using this software platform. And uh, that company is now up to, I believe it's close to 40 employees um, here in the city of Alpharetta. They, they started in Texas, and one person came here to try to build the, the, uh, the Atlanta area office, and they've been wildly successful. So we're really excited for them as well. Yeah, exciting. And I always like the way that the technology companies come up with their names, John. Oh, yeah. They're much more imaginative than I am, but that's for sure. Well, they have to be, <laughs> I think. <laughs> um, Karen, one of the things that I think is notable about your work is how you connect. Certainly, you provide all these services for startups and and um, you, you, you graduate them and you know, they generate jobs and that's good for headlines, but something that's a little, that travels under the surface that I think is just as important. It seems to me is the connections you help people make. And cause we have some really large technology companies around here and making those connections between those companies and some of these startups is something you excel at. Well, thank you. And um, it's something that's very important to us because it can, that can be, those connections can be so beneficial both to the enterprise company and to the startup. The startups have a very difficult time um, when they're in startup mode trying to even get the door cracked open for a, to, for a conversation with enterprise companies. Enterprise companies might be looking for outside technology but have no idea what's out there. And so one of the programs we run, and we call it our industry interface program, um, and what we do with that is we connect our interested enterprise board companies, for starters, um, with our startups. And um, that's been very successful. So we've been able to curate a number of, of 
meetings. I think last year we had uh, 11 startups meeting with four different enterprise companies. Mm. Um, and just to give you an example that um, LexisNexis Risk Solutions, for example, has been a fantastic partner in that program. They've been on our board since 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're very, very interested in outside technology and in helping uh, with their open source, um, completely free HPCC platform. And so they've worked with data seers. They're working currently with three of our startups. They're, they're wonderful about paying it forward and really giving, giving the time of their team um, to see if there's potential synergies and, how, and just to see how they can help, basically. Yeah, that's great work. And, and that means more prosperity all around. And those are jobs and prosperity that get created but may not get the headlines, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, the the jobs numbers are great. It's uh, Our startups have, have created more than a thousand jobs for the city of Alpharetta, mm-hmm. uh, the graduates alone since 2015, and uh, nearly 2,000 new jobs overall for the state of Georgia, which is quite significant when you think that, you know, we're, we're really one of the smaller incubators um, in terms of size. Um, so that, that just shows what a tech economic development engine the incubators can be. But yeah, there's so much more going on that may not hit the news, but uh, is is quite significant and impactful. Folks, we're chatting with Karen Cashin. She is the president CEO of Tech Alpharetta. Um, Karen, let's talk, let's widen it out a little bit. And Roger alluded to the activity that's going on in the tech sector here in uh, Alpharetta. Let's d- talk in, in general terms about some of the trends that you're seeing among some of the major tech areas that are important to Alpharetta, such as fintech, for example. Yeah, well, you know, we have a lot of, we're, we're blessed with a lot of really um, large fintech companies out here in Alpharetta. Um, you know, there's Global Payments, there's Fiserv, uh, Priority Payment Systems, um, uh, all of whom are on our board. I will, you know, throw that in there, which we're very pleased about. Um, and so, uh in a sense that that helps to anchor the area for fintech when you have companies of that size um, here in Alpharetta with uh, you know employing a, a very large number of employees in their local offices here, and um, so I think that that you know factors like that can help attract more startups and even uh, mid market companies to this area. They see who is here if it's in their tech vertical, it's industry vertical. Um, that's very attractive to them, and that makes them more likely to want to come here to grow their companies. So. It's uh, it's an, an organic cycle, if you will, um, that helps to continue to grow the tech companies and attract new ones to headquarter here. Yeah, because I've always heard from some of our technology companies that one of their biggest complaints is just attracting talent. Right. Uh, especially if, if they were out here in the suburbs or in the North Fulton area. A lot of the younger kids want to maybe be downtown, downtown Atlanta. But it seems like to me that some of the companies are doing a good job of attracting talent, uh, although they probably would say we always need more. Yes, that's definitely what we hear. And and they are doing a, a good job of attracting it out here because they have a lot to offer. And as, uh, as Alpharetta has grown and amenities have been added, tremendous amenities like City Center and Avalon, um, Alpharetta has, has developed kind of a hip reputation um, and, and people like to come here to visit on, on weekends and nights. So it's also much more appealing for people to consider it as a place to come out and work. Um, so, but yes, they, they'll say, you know, they always need more. And that's why we really wanted to focus on offering courses that can help them fill their talent pipelines, right? Help them 
uh, train managers to be leaders, help uh, train people that want to get new tech certifications to move up the ladder and help fill internal openings in their own companies. Um, that's one way to help fill that pipeline as well. Um, and then, of course, starting with the high school level, trying to encourage, um, you know, do our part to encourage more girls to pursue careers in STEAM, um, not only to help fill that future pipeline, but to help balance out the uh, the current uh, gender disparity that we see in the tech industry. Yeah, but I think that's happening. I mean, all of your statistics with colleges and grad schools, and even medical schools, the females are starting to dominate. And so uh, it'll only be natural that they get more into uh, the technology arenas. Probably engineering is still the most male-dominated It is as far as the majors go. It is, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, that's exciting. And those of us who live and work up here, we, we know that we've got everything up here now. And that's right. really, really exciting. Right, yeah. It's, um, it's really a robust tech ecosystem up here. Um, and, uh, we have what we need at the same time We're, you know, I always like to say we're also very much part of the overall Metro Atlanta tech ecosystem as well. We have partnerships across that ecosystem. We work very closely in partnership with the other incubators downtown with venture Atlanta, with the Metro Atlanta chamber working to, to build more collaboration so that we can all work together at the end of the day. We're not competing. We're all trying to do the same thing, right? We want to put this region on the map as a tech hub overall to continue to attract more businesses here. And you're doing a good job. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So let's dive into that a little bit more because some of that programming that you offer, um, like from ATDC, for example, right? So you, 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 you're able to extend some of that, um, or be an outpost for some of that programming where tech companies, startups, you know, they don't have to go into Midtown or downtown or what have you to yeah. participate, right? Right. That's exactly right. Um, as much as we all like to, to brag about our particular incubators, we all, all of us that are running, you know, tech startup incubators also have to admit that um, startups will gravitate towards incubators heavily based on geographic location. It's really what's convenient to where they live, Right. And um, so, you know, for us, um, we're attracting the, the startups here and not just Alpharetta, but the entire North Metro corridor. They don't want to go downtown and drive all the way downtown. And likewise, the, you know, the, the Atlanta Tech Village, which is fantastic, is attracting the, the metro area resident um, startups. So, um, so really, there's, there's not competition between us at all. And, um, and who we're attracting is, is they're very much locally based. They live out here, they work out here, and they want to continue to to stay and grow their companies um, out in this region. Yeah. Terrific. Karen Cashin, folks, she is the president and CEO of Tech Alpharetta. You mentioned your board. Um, talk about the importance of the, I guess, the the not just the breadth, but the depth of individuals that you have on your board. Yeah, absolutely. And if I could, I realized I didn't entirely answer your last question, which is, yes, we do have a great longtime partnership with ATDC. Yeah. They host their tech, their Alpharetta startup circle every Friday um, mm-hmm. at our innovation center and have been, you know, tremendous partners always there to help and work with our startups. So you're right. They don't have to drive downtown to be able to access the benefits of uh, what ATDC has to offer to all the startups in the state. Cool. Um, in terms of our board, um, we have a phenomenal board. It's a heavily engaged group of tech executives and a, you know a few business executives, uh, the mayor, city economic development, and community partners like the Greater North Fulton Chamber and the Alpharetta Chamber. 
And it's very much of a, a working board. They're, they're really dedicated to helping continue to grow the ecosystem here. They're excited to be part of it. Um, we try to keep it as a balanced board in terms of the different company sizes. Um, we have a, you know, a great deal of probably almost all, if not all, probably almost all, of the uh, the enterprise-level tech companies in Alpharetta are on our board. Um, we have a number of mid-market as well and um, several startups, including Data Sears, who I mentioned, so that we can get perspectives from all the different size tech companies. Um, one of the things we're also really proud of that you don't often see on boards is that um, our board is, is 51% women and persons of color. Um, so diversity is an absolute priority for our organization. Um, but as I said, it's, uh, it's C-levels and the, or the senior most executive on the ground from those companies that are members of our board. Um, so it's really the strategic level thinkers. And so uh, they, they come up with tremendous ideas. We'll have brainstorming you know, strategy sessions uh, once a year or so. And uh, they've really been essential to helping us to grow this organization and its footprint out here in Alpharetta and in the metro region as a whole. Yeah, that's great. And um, speaking of uh, a place to gather, I mean, you're you're creating a place to gather. I mean, sure, sure, sure they they give a lot to the organization, but they also gain a lot from being part of that group, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they um, it, it's a wonderful peer group for mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Um, and so they can, you know, hear what's happening, um, in other industries or in like industries, um, they get to know the others on the board. It connects them with the tech community, um, our programming, and we try to provide a lot of speaking opportunities for them because they are tech thought leaders in their own right. Um, so yeah, so I'd, I'd like to think that there's, there's a benefit, but we're always very grateful that they're giving their time because they're all extremely busy. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's good when you give great value like that, for sure. Yeah. 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 So let's talk about goals that you might have for this year and beyond and what the future looks like. Yeah. Um, one of our goals, as I said um, earlier, was the to launch the Tech Studio Initiative this year, which we've launched this quarter. We're really excited about that and continuing to grow that. Um, another of our goals is uh, to continue to scale up our STEAM mentoring program. We had just piloted it for the first time last year with Innovation Academy. It was such a excuse me, such a success that we wanted to try to scale it as quickly as possible, but realized that realistically we were going to need some kind of an app or technology to help us do that with the matching and, and tracking mentors and mentees. Um, we were very fortunate to participate in a hackathon that Morgan Stanley held and were one of two nonprofit recipients of the results of that hackathon. As a result, um, Morgan Stanley is building an app for our STEAM mentoring program that um, is going to enable us to scale up that program. We'd like to continue to meet the need at Innovation Academy and then ultimately uh, scale the program to the point where we can serve other high schools as well. We've had a number of schools asking us, hey, can can you start that program here? And we said, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we'll get there. We promise you we'll get there, but it's not, not going to be immediate. So that is definitely one of our longer term goals. Yeah, that's that's terrific. And talk about the impact of of success there. What does that look like for you? You know, the success for us is, um, it, you know, there's not a uh, numerical metric there other than let's serve and have mentors work with as many of these girls as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, because success for us is really being able to provide a, a trusted 
uh, senior technology executive mentor, trusted guide for these girls to, um, they're, they're very high achievers at Innovation Academy. And, um, but like most high schoolers, they may not have much sense of what, what it's like to work in corporate. What kind of jobs are there in, in technology? They that's not really part of most high school's curriculums to find out what the career opportunities are across technology. And so these, these uh, female mentors are just a fantastic resource for these girls. And so success for us is really uh, to be able to serve as many of those girls as we can. And ultimately down the road in a few years, we also want to serve the, the boys, the high school boys as well. We started with the girls, but, um, you know, mentors, you can't really over this, overstate the value of a mentor for a high mm. school student. But are those, uh, are those girls that are eventually probably going to go on to college as well? Or They, you know, they're likely to go on to college. Um, and of course, the Innovation Academy is a STEM high school. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, there's, there's still not a lot of uh, senior level female role models in tech. And it's also easy to get discouraged. There's still instances where girls in any high school might be the only ones in their computer science class and, and it's in a class of all boys. And so it's, what we've seen um, and what the, you know, the statistics and research shows is that very often girls get discouraged from STEAM careers sometime between middle school and high school, uh, maybe because of the social pressure or just not seeing uh, more people that look like them pursuing the, you know, the AP computer science courses. So to, you know, the more we can do to encourage them and, and provide them with information and role models, uh, the better the likelihood is that they'll continue along the STEAM path from a, a college and career standpoint. Well, that's really quite an investment you're making in future, future generations. Um, I mean, in terms of truly paying it forward, that's terrific work. Well, thank you. We're all very, very excited about it, very passionate about it. And uh, our, you know, the, the real thanks goes to our, our Tech Alpharetta Women's Forum board, mm. um, who's worked very, very hard. Um, David Fisher and uh, Sunita Aurora are the co-chairs of that board and have put in a lot of hours and it, it was really their brainchild. So I've got to give credit where credit's due. Yeah, that's terrific. Uh, kudos to them. So talk about uh, uh, any other initiatives we ought to hear about or... Um um, maybe success stories that folks need to know about. Yeah, you know, in in terms of success stories, um, and and that's always something where I think, gosh, we're so busy trying to help the startups scale up that sometimes there isn't time to even tell the success stories. There's so many of our startups that are um, getting accepted into you know very prestigious accelerator programs, you know, the IBM Accelerator or the Engage, um, which is a very big downtown program that connects them with. Fortune 100 companies. Um, this is a regular occurrence at our at our incubator. Um, we have people that have been in the engaged graduates of the engaged program, um, or their ATDC signature companies, or they're part of the IBM accelerator program. Um, all of which are great harbingers of future success for these startups because when they get that that those kind of connections um, and uh, guidance from those accelerator programs, the likelihood that they're going to succeed is so much higher um, because as we as we know, you know the the stat is that about seven out of ten startups will fail. So um, those those programs make a difference, and we're really proud of the fact that we do have so many founders that have successfully been accepted into accelerator programs or are meeting their milestones and uh, moving along the path to success. It's a it's a several year process uh, for any startup for the med device startups, and, and we tend to have one or two of them at any time. 
it's a five to 10 year uh, road because of the regulatory requirements. So, um, you know, we're, we're really, um, we could probably do more cheerleading than we do. We're, we're so busy with the day to day. But uh, it, it's really exciting and fantastic. And to some degree, when they do hit these milestones or graduate out of our incubator, um, we sort of feel like a, a proud parent to some degree. One of the things, Karen, I don't think we covered as we kind of wrap things up here is um, for startups that are interested in becoming part of Tech Alpharetta, what's required? Yeah, that's a great question, John. Um, so our requirements are that it must be tech. Um, you know, no, no startups except, except for tech startups can join our center and they have to be creating their own intellectual property. So they can't be, you know, seeking to resell um, some technology software license, a technology software that, that their company has already created and commercialized. They have to be creating brand new technology. So um, those are really the two requirements. Um, but for those reasons, that's one of the reasons why uh, startups can't just fill out an application and membership agreement online and, mm. uh, and join up. They need to come in in person and meet with us so that we can talk with them and, and find out what they're working on. And at the end of the day, um, most of our startups are B2B software as a service startups. We do get a sprinkling of hardware. Um, we've had a, a drone company uh, that graduated, a robotics company that graduated. So we get a sprinkling of hardware and a few med device, um, but typically it is B2B software as a service startups. And um, if they're interested in membership, we'd love to talk to, with them. Yeah. Terrific. Um, and for those that would like more information in general, uh, let's give them directions. Yes, yes. Um, so if they'd like more information about Tech Alpharetta, whether it's uh, our incubator or people that might be interested in attending our, our programs um, that are out in the community for tech professionals, they can go to techalpharetta.com. Um, if they have specific questions, they are welcome to email me, Karen at techalpharetta.com. Karen Cashin, CEO, President of Tech Alpharetta. Karen, thank you so much for coming in. We appreciate you. Thank you and the for the great work me. you're doing. Yeah, thank appreciate you. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, John, you can see all the accolades that Karen has. She's so excited about what she's doing, and I think we're going to add one more to that list uh, here in the next week or so. But uh, the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce is going to honor you, right? Yes. As the, uh, as the woman CEO for the uh, not-for-profit space. Yes, yeah, I'm so very congratulations. excited about yeah. that. Very yeah. honored. Thank yeah. you. So just a, just another accolade for her. That's right. That's right. She's too modest to bring that up, so I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> so thank you for doing that, and congratulations, Karen, on that thank you. well-deserved honor. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And, um, and I also just want to say that we're very excited uh, to now be partnering with Fraser and Dieter. Terrific. Appreciate well, there was that. a reason that we wanted to do that, right, Reed? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> In fact, I think there were 24 reasons, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's, there you go. There you go. Well, congratulations on that partnership uh, and uh, a lot of fruitful things. And we actually, we need to give a shout out to uh, a coming program while we're at it, while we're talking about that Frazier and Dieter uh, uh, Association. Talk about that, Karen. Yeah, yeah. So on uh, April 19th, we're having an open startup workshop, but um, really anybody is welcome. We provide the lunch and uh, Tommy Zafafia. Xavier. Xavier. So sorry. um, Is going to be presenting and he leads the the tax and credit. partnership for yeah. Fraser Credits and incentives, yes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So he's going to be speaking on uh, research and development tax credits, which are something that uh, most startups we find aren't familiar with. And um, 
many of them are qualified to claim those and end up leaving money on the table because they didn't know about them. So we're really excited. Yeah, uh, and the to small and the smaller companies are able to use that credit to offset payroll taxes. That's so right. It actually can be a, a cash incentive from day one. Absolutely. So we're really excited about that. Again, that is April nineteenth. It's a free program. Anybody that wants to come, we hope you'll join us. Well, that'll be great. Yeah, absolutely. Karen, thanks again for coming in. Thanks so much, John. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder. Uh, Frazier & Dieter is one of the largest, fastest-growing accounting firms and advisory firms in the United States because and beyond because they serve the emergency the, the emerging needs of their clients as they evolve. That's easy for me to say. They serve clients from the global Fortune 1000 to growing private businesses to even startups, as we heard, by accounting for today while advising for the future. Frazier and Dieter invest in relationships to make a difference. For more information, go to FraserDieter.com. Roger, this has been fun. Yeah, very easy. Karen was a, was a great guest and, uh, and certainly carried the show. And Reed and I are looking forward to coming back again and doing another one. Yeah, this will be, we'll, we'll have a lot to celebrate next time, right? It'll be after tax day, I think, right? Will. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be great. Uh, Reed, thanks for coming in, too. Yes, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so for uh, Roger Lesby, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Frazier and Dieter's Business Beat. <laughs>